I could not think of a better pair of readings to begin the season of Advent on the first Monday of the week of Advent. Couldn't think of anything better. We have uh, kind of like two directions going on. On one case, it's saying, Come to the, uh, go to the mountain of the Lord. All nations are streaming toward it. Everyone wants to get there. And this is not just a high mountain. It's the highest mountain. It's the Lord's mountain. Go there, go there, go there. And when you go there, you will be instructed and taught and given what you need. The promises of the Lord will be filled. Go to that mountain. And then the gospel reverses it. Come to my house. Come into my house and, and heal my servant. Jesus says, well, he asks, invites him. He's asking for help, and Jesus says, I will go there. He says, no, 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 I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof. Just say the words. Let your words come to my house. If you just send your words, your power will come. That's enough. In this gospel, uh, it's one of those moments when Jesus, uh, we get a reaction from Jesus. We get to see his feelings. He's amazed. He was amazed. And he declared in that amazement, I haven't seen such great faith in all of Israel, all of Israel who's come to the holy mountain. You don't get it. But this centurion, I'm presuming a non-Jew, got it. Amazing. I think as we begin this time of Advent, we're asked to come to the mountain. Go up there. Go meet the Lord. And every single day of this Advent, if we could go to the mountain... And, I, and that's, that's metaphorical. We're not going to a mountain place, but the mountain is inside us. And I think we have to climb that mountain daily and say, Lord, I want to meet you. Lord, I want to hear your promises. What do you want from me? What do you want to give me? What do you want to do in my life? How do you want to use me? How are you going to love me? And how are you going to love through me? We got to go to that mountain and go to that mountain and go to that mountain and go to that mountain so that this work and promise of God can come alive in us. But at the very same time, we have to have the faith and the humility and the wonder of that centurion. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. Just say the word, that's enough. Just, you know, you don't have to come too close. You're, you're, I'm not worthy. You know, it's, it's um, amazing to me how that got into our liturgy, that phrase, I don't know when it did, and it would be a kind of a fun thing to Google it and see if I could find out when that phrase entered the liturgy, because uh, it, 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 it came years after the liturgy was going on. Luke writes this story around 70, 80, something like that. So there's already 20, 30, 40, 50 years of, of, of Eucharist happening. But at some point, at some point, somebody in authority inserted that little phrase, right before we receive communion, right before we let the Lord into under our roof and into our house, our inner house, we say, I'm not worthy. Just say the words, Lord. I'm not worthy to take you under my roof, into my house. As we imitate that, that faith and that trust and that humility, this profound humility, it seems to me that these are the two ways that we are to open ourselves to meet Christ profoundly at Christmas, but not just on Christmas, every single day on our approach to Christmas. we got to welcome him in, welcome him in, welcome him in deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And then that Christmas will be the, I suppose, the climax, but it'll be the gathering up of all of these four weeks of time 
as we come to celebrate the birth of Christ and his entrance into our humanity and the salvation that he brought through his human flesh and through his flesh that hung on that cross.